if Roe versus Wade is overturned, is that there will be an increase in babies born in our nation. We should think about that. Not just clap our hands and go, wow, we've always wanted this to happen. But to say, what will we do now with babies that are in our communities? Hi, I'm Scott Young. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. We are here to see the influence of your life grow, develop, to make your world a better world and the world that we live in. You know, I've been thinking about the recent news articles that have come out talking about the leak at the Supreme Court and the potential overturning of Roe versus Wade and its implications and what it means. It's, it's kind of sad that the institution that is to be regarded as integrous, ethical, moral, and has had this leak. In fact, someone has said it's the first time in American history that the Supreme Court has had a document leaked in a premature way. It was a draft opinion, but it seems to indicate there could be a change in this law that has been in effect for decades, three decades plus. And the intention of the leak is really to corrupt the process, and that's kind of sad. It's to take the process where there's a draft, the judges look at it, the justices look at it, they talk, they deliberate, uh, and the opinion really isn't law until it's issued, and that hasn't been done. And the, the leak is there really to corrupt the process. And I don't think that's good. I don't think any time that there's an intention to corrupt an organization, uh, to uh, corrupt a process, especially at such a high level. Corruption just isn't good. And we just have to know that even if Roe versus Wade is overturned, that there will still be abortion uh, in America. It will push the decision into elected officials' hands at the state level. And so, we need to just deal with the realities that abortion will continue in America. And I, I really should just say, but my, my position, I am a supporter and a believer in the sanctity of life. I think life is a precious gift. I think it should be nurtured and protected. Uh, right, even the very DNA of uh, the baby in the womb is different from his or her mother's DNA. It's a unique person that is, is precious, special, and uh, so my, my heart is for sanctity of life, protection of life, wherever we find life, to be protective of it. But to be pro-life has is, is, is got to be more than just a stance. It's got to have action behind it. It's, it's got to be more than just signing a petition it's got to open our hearts. Because what will happen um, if Roe versus Wade is overturned is that there will be an increase in babies born in our nation. And we should think about that. Not just clap our hands and go, wow, we've always wanted this to happen. But to say, what will we do now with babies that are in our communities and some of them born to mothers who know
that they are ill-equipped to provide the nurture and the love and the stability that life really needs. What are we going to do with these precious lives that we say are sacred, that we are pro, how are we going to care for them? Especially those of us that are followers of Jesus. I think this is a season for uh, individual followers of Jesus, churches, church organizations, people of faith to consider this moment and to listen to the love of God, the spirit of God, the, the very voice of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus said when he was teaching us, Matthew 25, that there would be needy people in the world. And when he tells the story, he puts himself in the place of the person that is in need. He said, uh, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. You opened up your door and you invited me in. I was naked. You put clothes on me. I was sick and you came and cared for me. I was in prison and you didn't forget me. Then the people that are listening said, Jesus, when did that happen? And Jesus says these powerful words. We need to think about them in this point. When you do this to the least of these, you do it to me. We need to think about these children that will be in our communities. Do we just say, well, we signed a petition, we went into a ballot box, we checked a box, or are we willing to engage, to really love life, and to do something for these precious children? To find children that are hungry, not just physically hungry, but hungry for uh, real love, affection, stability. That are thirsty for something that's real, and even though they are strangers to us, are we going to open the door and say, come into our life? Not just for a short moment, but will you become part of my family? This is a time for us to get ready for adoption, to open our hearts and say, Lord, when I come across one of these precious lives, and they will be present, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to open my heart. I'm not going to let them be a stranger. I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to love them. I'm going to care for them. I'm going to put clothes on them. Jesus said I needed clothes. I'm going to clothe them when they're sick. I'm going to mop their wet brow and nurse them back to health. I'm going to care for them. I'm going to help to set them free from the prison of loneliness and despair. You know, we can engage in that even now. There are foster children that need our love. We should really be looking at these precious lives the way that Jesus teaches us to look at them. He says, when you see them, you should see me. When you care for them, you're really caring for me. There's so many beautiful things we can do to be a help and a, an encouragement. Uh, one resource I'd just like to mention to you is a great organization called Grace Embrace. You can find them by going to graceembrace.com. But it's not just about a position of pro-life. It's about doing something, about caring, about loving. 
And so I encourage you, as you desire to increase the influence of your life in the world you live in and the world we live in, let's decide to open our hearts more than that. Open our homes and let's raise some children to fill them with the love of God. Think about this historic moment where a law may be overturned will open an opportunity for God's people to do something great and to love the least of these in the most precious way. Not for a moment. It's easy to sign a petition. It takes seconds. It's easy to check a box in a voting booth. It's a lifelong commitment that values the sanctity of life when you say, come into my home, be my family. Think about this. I've been thinking about it. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.